Calling all kaiju. Calling all kaiju. Megalon and Gyrus Kaigen, please report to Monster Island. This is Calling All Kaiju. That sounds like one thing. We've got a freaking kaiju up in this ship. Hello, Kaiju fans. If you were here, that's because you heard the call. This is Calling All Kaijus, a podcast dedicated to all things giant and monstrous. We, two giant monstrous nuts, gather here a few times a month to discuss all vintage and current happenings in the world of Kaiju. Uh, We will be talking about Kaiju films, TV, art, and collectibles. Today, we're going to be pushing past our uh, comfort zone, and we're going to be moving into manga. As always, my lovely, me and him were fighting a little earlier, uh, person who cannot handle computers, the rich, I'm just going to, you know what, you're just the rich today, okay? You're not the big, you're not the buff, you're the rich. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my co-host, the rich. The man that needs, really, no introduction. Yeah, you need, and, some, uh, you need some introduction on goddamn computers. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm working with a P- PC here that's probably a good five years old. <laughs> and the internet, whenever we use the thing and we try to record, I break up about 100 times per episode. So, now, how, what, what do you think I'm doing on my end? I don't what know. What do you man. think is happening? I, I, I think you need to, I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. You and I will sit down and figure this out. But it, to our fellow guests, or our listeners and our kaiju friends, welcome. Welcome to Calling Our Kaijus, like I said. Today we'll be exploring uh, a, something new that Rich and I have not yeah. explored, and we'll be bringing in a guest later yeah. on. Um, yes, we've not put out an episode for a while because Rich and I have been very busy. Fun fact, beginning of the month, if you saw on our Instagram, Rich and I finally got to meet up, and we had a little adventure in Albuquerque. Rich, how'd that go for us? Yeah, that we did. Um so we ended up going to was it uh two fools uh pub in uh tavern does that sound right is yes the name of the, the yes we went to two fools tavern and we'll make it a nice uh, well before that actually before that uh we actually had stopped at uh astro zombie yes and uh, we met chris you, yes you did a little shop in there i i didn't intend on actually doing much of any there um now, if they had the X plus 30 centimeter 1958 Varan, the standing up pose, I would have walked out of there with it. Somehow, some way, I would have, I would have figured out how to make it happen. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on, too, because there was an opportunity to acquire one of those very recently, and it kind of slipped through my hands. But you know what? I'm not in the spot right now to do it, because whenever those things do appear, you're looking at probably spending close to $1,000 US. And oh, yeah. that's hard to do on a whim. So, but yeah. Uh, but no, it's, yeah. We'll so talk. We stopped it. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about Varan. We'll, so, uh, we'll talk um, about your Varan at the end when about yeah. when it's time to vent. But yeah, let's talk so, about yeah. Let's talk about Astro Zombies. It's I've been there yeah. multiple multiple times. This is your first time there. You met Chris, the yeah. owner. What'd you think of the store? Oh man, it's a little bit of everything for you there. And um, what I really liked is. Um, he had some vinyl records of old school, I don't know what, just vinyl records. And that's cool to kind of branch out to that and appeal to those that might really be into that stuff. And you showed me you actually had a vinyl record or a copy of uh, 
an album by Blue Oyster Cult. That's correct. I still have it. What's that album called? What's that album called? Uh, later on, um, let me grab it. I can't reach it right now, but I'll, I'll bring it out and well, I'll show you. On it. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a single. I thought that actually that was a single, but it's the full album you have. Yes, sir. Uh, Would you, uh, you walked away with something there. I did. I, you know, I almost didn't. And um, they did have a little bit of a limited X plus selection. Not going to lie. I was a little disappointed with that. I was, I was expecting to see the, um, the Verona I keep um, talking about, but um, I went over to the display case, the glass display case they had, and they had some really interesting and unique figures in there. And one of them that caught my eye was that glare, that, that, that stare that just mean mug of Varan staring at me from behind that glass display. And I had to ask about it and they opened it and I took it out, looked at it and he was willing to cut me a really sweet deal on it. So I ended up walking away with it. Um, it's a Marmot vinyl paradise Varan and it's about nine inches in height. Um, again, it's not quite as detailed as an X plus not even in the same ballpark. I don't know much about Marmot. I really don't. Apparently, it's got quite a following, and um, the pieces aren't limited. They're rare, and um, they can get actually extremely expensive. I saw a Marmot Varan color variation out there not too long ago for $1,000, and well, I don't even think it was brand new. Uh, but um, didn't you just? But after the trip, you just acquired a second one. You want to talk about that, then I'll talk about yeah. my two figures I acquired. So... A friend of our uh, of ours, a mutual friend of ours, I guess, a friend of the podcast, uh, G Forever, knew all about that. He knew all about the uh, Marmot Vital Paradise line, and he had a glow in the dark version of Varan. And I saw it, thought it was really cool. I fell in love with it because I love anything and everything Varan. And I don't know if I'm actually going to ever acquire that X Plus. I'm, I'm just hell bent on uh, getting. I don't think it's ever going to happen, <laughs> but uh, it's a nice consolation. Let's just put it that way. And um, another piece that, by the way, Chris pulled out from the the uh, display case that I was very interested in, at least initially, was that that larger. It was a Matongo mushroom person. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was very cool to see one of those. Yeah, really unique. He had a '54 marmot in there too, a 1954 Godzilla marmot. I think it was silver in the front and it was blue. But again, marmot may not be for everybody. And I think I mentioned to you, um, Justin, in a chat. That it's truly, these are truly, it's beauty in the eye of the beholder. Let's put it that way. That's what these marmots kind of are. So they're not for everybody. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of them, but like, hey, man, it's, it, it, you like it. It's your, it's your kaiju. By all means, go for it. I was really happy you found it. And I know you got a good price on it. You got, you got a good price on this one. I know you, for your, your other one, your glow in the dark one, you paid a, a decent penny, but in your eyes, that's worth it because that is your, that's your guy. Like how Angurus is my second, Veron's your second, correct? Well, always uh, Megalon is my number one uh, favorite non Godzilla kaiju. You know that. My bad. But Veron is the came, comes in at number two. So, um, and I guess I will talk what I walked away with before. really look forward about thinking about getting that one and they didn't have it I just trans got missed in translation of what i wanted so it came down to oh i was gonna buy a 2002 x plus uh godzilla but it was 25 centimeters 
I only have 125 centimeters. I like it, but I want to stick with the 30s. Uh, so I looked, and they had a they had an 89. Not a, I will not just buy things, but the 91 caught my eye. Very beautiful. Uh, I have not yet opened it yet, and it's staring right here at me. Beautiful box. I'm going to open it today and take some lovely pictures. But then I saw them, Rich. What else did I see? Your singular point. I, yes. My singular point, or Godzilla Ultimate, Death for Real. He's still in the box, and I just find him adorable. I, I just love that samurai style of him. But uh, um, they helped me out. I got a. I paid up. I paid not as much as I thought, but because I talked to Chris and he helped us out a little bit. So, Chris, thank you so much. I'm glad I was able to bring my friend again, Astro Zombies and Albuquerque. So, after all that funness, Rich and I go to what was the name of the bar? Two Fools Pub and Tavern. Yep. Two Fools Pub and Tavern. So, it's, so Rich, we're going to shorten the story a little bit. I don't want to get all the way into it because I want to bring in our guest. And, um, so we're going to go with this. We walk in there. Our waitress was not very happy with us at first. Her name is Summers. She kind of, what's the correct word, kind of gave us the evil shoulder or the cold shoulders. Like, ah, are you guys going to eat? Go ahead. Me totally the wrong way initially. You yes. Thought I was, I hardly ever get mad. You know that. And I was legit getting mad. I was, I was legit mad. I wasn't just getting mad. Man. Rich was pissed. Yeah, Rich was very pissed off, and I called him. I was like, "Hey, man, it'll be all right." Summer comes back over to us again. We're so we hate her right now. We're like, I don't know what we did to her. We just want to have a few drinks. Exactly. We didn't do anything. We just walked in. <laughs> so she goes, "Hey, I got two spots for you at the bar." I was like, "Damn, all right, whatever." So we go to the bar. Thirty minutes later, Rich and I are having a great time, and we're talking about which guy again are we talking about? We're talking about OG Showa era, nineteen seventy two guy again. And was it X plus or the D for real? So I was looking at a photo just for a comparison. Uh someone I saved it, uh, someone had posted out there in one of our collector pages. It was the X plus thirty centimeter light up version that came out godly knows when. Probably five, six, seven, eight years ago. I don't know. And he costs an arm and a leg, brand new especially. I see him going close to $2,000 if he can find him brand new right now, okay? So it was a photo with that guy and the 72 Duffo Rio guy in light up, which I actually acquired over the summer. And um, it was a really cool picture of the two. And Out of nowhere. I don't know. We didn't know it was her at first. Somebody somebody says behind us, a female voice, that's guy again, right? And we're like, what? whoa. <laughs> so we turned around, and it was Summer, or the waitress. And we were just shocked. I was like, how do you know who that is? So she was brought up Godzilla. And then I was like, whatever, BS, I call it. No, she knows her monster. She knows her kaijus. Because later on, she knows who Titanosaurus is, and that blew my mind. I was like, that's even rarer. So... Her son, Adam Jr., which we found out, is a big Godzilla kaiju, but also a big Gigan fan, and he collects SH Monster Arts, and I show him our our Instagram, and both Summer and Adam, Adam Drew, uh, Jr. just fell in love with our podcast, and Summer, I'll admit it, at first we hated you, but now you're one of our few female listeners, and I respect you, and I, I love the knowledge that you have, very impressive. 
Yeah, and uh, in conversation, I mentioned this summer that I've pretty much been hooked to anything Giant Monster and Godzilla related since I was three years old. And I don't know if she mentioned that she had started that early in life, but she's been definitely in it for the long haul. We certainly hope that Adam Jr. will do the same and follow suit. Oh, I hope he does too. Uh, so Summer, Adam Jr., again, I want to uh, shout out. Thank you for uh, following us on Instagram. And thank you for being Kaiju friends because it was an aw- such a cool opportunity to meet someone else randomly out in the open. Uh, the fu- a, Go ahead. I just want to say also, what a tale to tell of my first ever visit to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And again, just there's something about this, um, again, the, the tokusatsu realm, the toho realm of things. There's going to be something for you in this fandom. It's just a whole world of stuff to explore. And I'm sure Summer is just finding that out. I'm sure Adam Jr. is just finding that out. I'm also still finding that out. As I've mentioned to you before, Justin, I've been starting to get into a little bit of Ultra Q episodes lately. So. Well, that's all you, brother. Ultra Q is all you do. But uh, let's give one more shout out to our my buddy. Remember, we talked to him a little bit. Gabriel again. I was like, I was called Gabriel. I'm not gonna pronounce. I'm not gonna pronounce his last name. So Gabriel hit me up on Instagram. Hey, I just started listening to your podcast and I dig it. I'm new to the Godzilla collection scene, and you guys have been super helpful. Here's the cool thing: I found you guys through a rabbit hole. I follow my toy collectors in Tokyo on YouTube, and one of the collector had a guy on uh on norman england who wrote a book on kaiju movies so that sparked my interest and that's how i found you guys i don't know how we got mentioned we're not in a book but apparently through our us talking about collecting he put it in and that's how he found us so i i like the fact rich that we inspired a kaiju fan to start collecting kaiju yeah gabriel is a dragon ball z collector and he oh man He's got some good stuff. He sent me pictures. So, Gabriel, I am so happy you listened to us. It means a lot, and I am so happy that Rich and I started you into that rabbit hole of collecting Godzilla. We, him and I, Rich and I, cannot wait to see what your first figure is going to be. So, please, when you get it, uh, post that up for us. Um, so, thank you again, Gabriel. Rich, this is something we don't know jack about. I'm going to say jack shit, really. How much manga do you know about? Well, mind your manners there, sir. We do have kids starting to listen in. Right, well, so. well, apparently other podcasts can curse, and they are good. So I can, I'll can i be all right on this one. I don't absolutely nothing about manga. I, and I, you know, I keep wanting to say that this is manga number eight. No, it's not manga number eight. It's kaiju number eight. So, yes. So we have um, our editor, my brother, who I'm ready to bring in, contact me he goes hey man you ever heard of uh, you need to look into kaiju number eight i looked into it i'm like what am i looking at um and then a little research and i'm sparked now the reason why uh, my brother got me into it is because I, I don't read manga but it's getting a live tv show but i i'm gonna bring in the man now uh to tell us about it because rich and i try to do some research and we couldn't and i'm just like what so uh, i can tell you a little bit about it but no, no we gotta we gotta, uh, we gotta bring in the real guy the guy that this yeah, is bring the expert, bring in the expert. so yeah. um let's bring him in our editor my brother dallas dallas welcome to calling our kaijus and uh hello hey uh before i start i just got a question for you what do you uh 
Do you know what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want me to do yeah. it? Do you want me to do it? No, I don't want to blow out our audio, but it is the Ice Age. <laughs> yeah, the Ice Age. No, hi guys, thanks for having me on. No, 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 thank you. You are the man behind, what, what do you say, Rich, the curtain? He's the enigmatic figure behind the curtain. So, yeah. I am behind the Iron Curtain. I am Stalin. Jesus yes. Christ. <laughs> so, my brother is the one that's motivated me, uh, motivated me to do this podcast. And then he is the one that found, I think we have the best intro out there, so... Thank yep. you, Dallas. But this is Thanks, this Dallas. is this is really. this is your your time, brother. Because I don't know shit about this. So please tell us about Kaiju Number Eight, please. So first, I found the voice actor to the intro. I made the intro from scratch. Yes, yes, you did. Secondly, uh, before I get to my spiel, I just want to say that Jet Jaguar is the greatest addition to the Kaiju universe. I hate you of all time, uh, and he's my favorite character. And I do mean that unironically. I love Jet Jaguar to death. Uh, he's one of the few collectibles I have myself. Um, like Justin, I am a Godzilla fan. We were raised kind of in the same area. I'm not nearly as knowledgeable as the two on this podcast, but I, I've seen every film countless of times. Uh, I, I am a, a huge fan to this day. Um, so when this when I saw this trailer come up for this upcoming anime, uh, it, it was immediately a yes for me. So Kaiju Number 8 is the name of this manga. It's been running since July of 2020. It's still going today. There's about nine volumes that equate to 81 chapters as of right now, uh, and I am caught up on all of them. However, this is going to be a, a spoiler-free uh synopsis. I'm not going to give anything away from the later chapters or anything. I'm just going to get enough to get you hooked. Um, its English okay. translation will likely be Monster Number 8 when it comes here. Kaiju's not necessarily a universal world when you enter the United States um, or really generally English primary speaking countries, so I'll be a little disappointed if it gets called Monster Number 8 when it gets translated, but the author's name is Naoa Matsumoto. Uh you you won't be too familiar with him if you're a manga fan. You'll be completely unknowing of him if you're an exclusively anime fan. He doesn't have a lot under his belt, but don't let that frighten you. Um, I like I said, I am an avid reader of the Kaiju Number no. Eight series, and it doesn't show. Uh, he he's extremely talented. He's he's telling a great story. Um, he only has two other works under his belt, but they're not really relatable. So I'm not going to bring them up because it's it's a whole different universe that he's been writing in. So the story revolves around uh, our main character. His name is Kafka Hibano or Hibino. Uh, still waiting on a you know a good translation hearing of that. Um, he is a 32 year old member of the professional kaiju cleanup corp. So what's refreshing is that he is a 32 <laughs> year old man in a dead end job, which unlike most animes, I can't relate to. I, I can feel as I get older. Uh, he, he's a character that I think many of us will be able to relate to better rather than your 14-year-old uh, primary antagonist taking on the world that we usually see, or protagonist. So his job is essentially after Kaiju wrecked the city and you know are eventually defeated, he has to go in, cut up their bodies, remove them from the streets. It's a filthy, smelly, dirty job, but someone has to do it. So now, he may ask a question. So he's just a janitor. <laughs> He he's a kaiju janitor, and they go into detail. Like they, they describe, like when you cut up its bowels, like you're gonna smell feces. Um, it, it is rotting flesh and all that stuff. Like it smells like terrible rotted seafood. So I got I got to interject here for a second. I actually was able to read the first episode, and you can actually get it for free uh, if you download the app. Well, on Android phones is called Manga Plus. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, I did actually get my hands and in, in, on it and read through the uh, the first episode. And I, you kind of, I know you mentioned you're not, it's going to be a this is going to be a spoiler free synopsis, but you almost covered the entire first ep- episode or chapter. But right. There's, there's a there's a glaring omission, and I'm sure you'll touch on that. And I really hope you do because that left me at the end of chapter one just kind of like, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So so real quick, Rich. So you enjoyed it. I think it's really cool. I do want to see what's going to happen next. I've only got my hands again on the first episode. And how many are there again, Dallas? Like over, I thought there was like 90. There's 81 chapters of the day right now. There, there's nothing that's committed to anime yet. Uh, we'll talk about when we're expecting to see that on television later. But as of right now for manga, there are 91 or 81 chapters. Yeah, that's a lot. To, that's more than enough to keep you busy. Can I, Dallas, so. let me ask you a question about this. So in the manga, when they transition it from manga, can we just use Attack on Titan? Just say that. So how, is there, we're like, going to talk a lot about Attack on Titan during this, actually. So yeah, feel free. Okay, so here's my, like, so you said there's not, how many chapters? Currently, there's 91. 81, sorry. I keep so 80, 81. let's say 81 chapters. How many episodes is that usually then? If, if you don't that, know. Oof. Yeah, see? That one's hard to determine because when the translation to anime from manga happens, a lot of it gets extended by fight scenes. Because when you're doing a visual or a graphic uh, novel, like uh, like a, a, a single attack is usually like, you know, maybe one panel. It could be a whole page depending on how graphic page. the artists want to get. But yeah. the animes will use that to run airtime on television. Like those fights can extend. So, uh, you know, one chapter could get extended to a uh, a three-episode fight. I, I can't even begin to tell you what it was like when Dragon Ball Z got adapted into a, a visual. Yeah, you're correct. Day. All right, yeah, sorry. I just had to ask. All right, tell, us, let's, let's, let's tell me about Kaiju number eight. So... You know, if that was the story, then we wouldn't have a really good tale to read, obviously. So something happens. And uh, I, I'm going to – this is already in the synopsis. It's it's at the end of the first chapter. It's in the trailer. So I'm not going to – I don't count this as a spoiler. But, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Through a series of events of which I won't describe, but our main <laughs> character, uh, Kafka, uh, he gains the ability to transform into a humanoid uh, kaiju. Um, he's not, you know, skyscraper high or anything but it, it almost seems I'd almost describe it almost like Ant-Man where like he has the ability to pack the punch of something much larger than himself into a body That's, I, I just judge he's taller than a lot of the main characters so I'd say he's probably somewhere in like the 8 to 12 feet range I, they describe it uh, in meters and such so I, I can't quite off the top of my head tell you what it is but he's larger but he's not you know when people conjure an image of a kaiju in their head he's not massive um you already brought up something that's relatable is uh while i'm not going to spoil the show i will tell you if this sounds familiar uh it's because you've seen a plot much like it i would describe kaiju number eight as a very attack on titan influenced story because once again you have a protagonist who's he wasn't as good as the one as we saw in Attack on Titan. He was a, he's a janitor, not even a soldier. But he gains the ability of the enemy, and then they in turn use that to fight the enemy. So um, it's a very familiar, I would call it, formula for anyone who's familiar with Attack on Titan. Um, so it, it won't seem something completely out of the ordinary, especially for anime fans. It's um, I'm looking at at it right now. When he turns into a kaiju, it is a very cool design. It looks like how I'm looking at. It, he's got the like his face is pre- reminds. We're we're this is ta- let's compare him to Attack on Titans if you don't mind. Oh yeah. So let's go with his face. Would you say it's more like the Skull Titan or the Armor Titan? Probably a blend of both. I, I, I would say it falls right in the center. 
And then, because he's got green eyes, and he's got that cool, like, Tron-like neon glow on his body. Mm-hmm. Now, these are things that, of course, weren't in the original, because the oh. manga pages, for the most part, are not colored. He himself is. However, keep going back to Attack on Titan. We have to. The production company behind this animation, Production IG, um, they're famous for uh, a number of animes, uh, of which the first three seasons of Attack on Titan is included. So we're going to see some familiarity. And there, honestly, there's not a better company to produce it because, again, uh, there's, there's some gear, there's some fight scenes later, there's some size differences that I don't think another production company could quite handle as well as production IG could. Um, I think they're very uniquely fitted. And then additionally, people who are behind the kaiju designs, the art, and things like you're talking about now, like the color schemes and stuff that they're adding that wasn't on pages before, uh, their name is Studio Kara, and probably as you know, if, if you guys aren't manga or anime fans, you won't be familiar with them. But they are best known for being essential in the rebuild of probably one of the top most popular animes ever, uh, Evangelion. Uh, they reworked those three main movies, and even to this day, even though those were years ago, the art um, and the production behind that is still a high bar that many animes kind of chase. So it, it's going to look very beautiful. I just lost her words because your knowledge just blew my mind away with mine. Yeah. I, I was not expecting that. I was like, so, all right. So, you, so, has something like, so, you, is he even a, is he like, does this do like a chick magnet at all or is he just a dweeb and just gets, no, out? thankfully not. Um, like you said, he is a 32 year old. In fact, his human form, he's, he's just an overweight average guy. Even when he gets his powers, like, when he joins the forces, he has to still go through their boot camp, and it's it's excruciatingly difficult for him because uh, he's 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 extremely out of shape. But uh, the the idea of the kaiju thing, much like Attack on Titan, is is not something that's publicly known. That's that's a discovered later thing. So he has to remain in human form and, and uh, pass all these uh, these basic trials before he can even be admitted to the the military or the the defense force. It's it's a Japanese defense force. There it is. Yeah. That's awesome. so. How did all uh, right? Go ahead, Rich. You know what? I got a question. If if I can uh, jump in for a second. Mm-hmm. So, what is the relationship between uh, Kafka and Mina Ashido? What is their relationship? Mina Ashido is another character. I, I don't know if I'd call her secondary because even ninety-one chapters in, her exposure to the front isn't much yet because she's on a different fighting level than him. So, Kafka as a child, he has a childhood friend. Uh, the named Mina Ashiro, I believe, um, for my notes. And they both make a promise to each other that they will grow up and join this force. Uh, again, I just I just cannot stop thinking about Attack on Titan because it's, it's the same little Aaron Yeager wanting to join the Scout Corps. Um, but unfortunately, whereas she excels at everything she does and she goes on to be one of the, I want to say they name her in the top three strongest because later you do learn of Stronger. But she's like the face. She, she's the... Uh, almost commercial aspect of the defense force. Her her face and her weaponry and stuff, they're on every billboard, they're on every advertisement to join. Um, whereas he, unfortunately, can't amount to anything, so he ends up as a janitor. And uh, he gets much left behind. But he does, of course, as he integrates with the defense force, run into her, um, and then their interactions from there. Uh, cold, but you know, there's it, it evolves over time. You'll you'll learn more as you either read or you wait for the the anime adaptation to come out. Um, Richard, I'm gonna ask you. So when he transform, all right, all right. So how does he transform? Like, what's his like? 
does he all Shazam? Does he does he bite his hand like the other guys do, or does he? Just, does, did you like that? Much like we've seen Attack on Titan originally, he doesn't know how, and it's kind of a trial error that he has to be placed in a situation of which is dangerous to even not only stuff. I think he prioritizes like any you know shonen hero or any anime hero. Like if his friends are in danger, it kind of kicks in itself. He does learn more and more how to control it later, but it's I don't believe it's necessary for him to harm himself or anything. It's kind of just a a flip of a switch at a later point. Oh, he just like. Like what's the same? He just hulks out. Let's say Super Saiyan. He can just like that's how he. Like, I, I would say Hulk out. Oh, just Hulk. He okay. Hulks. So he doesn't. He doesn't yell Shazam. No. Uh, Shazam. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So he trans. Does he have any badass powers? He's mostly a brawler type. Um. I'm certain that he will have powers later because one theme about the Japanese Defense Force that you learn is previous dangerous threats that they faced they adapt from so say like a monster they killed was extremely durable there's a japanese defense member whose armor is built out of their scales or something oh that's dope uh or say one of them had just for example like one of them had like an atomic breath someone's gonna have a cannon that utilizes that power so um i'm certain we will learn of more of his abilities later but even though it's 91 chapters he's still very new to the fight and we haven't seen anything besides him you know, just kind of again be a brawler, just overpower abilities through sheer speed and force. Um, so you talk about the yeah. And that was my next question about the Japanese self defense force. Do they bring anything from the OG like Toa or legendary stuff, like the Mazer cannons or anything at all, like that to the anime, or is this all like new tech, like different technology? There's definitely inspiration to those. Yes. Like I said, there's there's cannons that can you know blow through skyscrapers and hit a kaiju from like another side of the country and such like there there's a lot of fantasy elements here that you know were certainly so like sourced from the toa era like japanese force um nothing you know exactly referenced but you'll you'll see in the the mechanical devices that they use that there's there's certainly some imagery that they share that that's awesome dude i like i'm so glad um how do the other kaijus look like is there like is there like one that like hey be on the lookout for this one they are all very unique um because again, by the time that you reach the level that he's at, he's he doesn't just join the bare bottom of the rug. Of course, being a threat to humanity is something that's considered because he he doesn't always control it so well. He gets placed with almost the top of the top. So the people he's with aren't called to clear out your like your giant ant or your nameless kaiju or anything. Like he shows up to fight the biggest threats there are. So they're all very unique. Um, but again, they. Um, You'll see some inspiration there from not just you know Godzilla verse, but elsewhere. There is a main antagonist, uh, another kaiju who is numbered, but I don't want to go into too much detail in there. Um, you'll you'll learn that they number the ones that are the like that are most threatening. That it, probably more than a one-off fight. I got you. Yeah, so I was actually just about to ask that. Isn't there some sort of a number system where they rank the? severity i guess of the kaiju's uh, abilities or their destructive uh, destructive power i think there is they have like a ranking system don't they there is an internal ranking system um i don't remember the names off the top of my head but it's it's a way to determine between your regular kaiju and the elite and the elite yeah. is what you'll mostly see in both the manga and the anime because again the the unit he gets thrown into is known for exclusively handling the biggest and baddest the- did they use the ranking system? I know they used that again. I'm gonna to go into another anime, Dallas. 
Uh, they use that in definitely One Punch Man for different demon levels. Well, yeah, yeah, there's demon level, god level, stuff like that. Something very similar to that, did, just not so... Did uh, Pacific Rim do that too with their kaijus? I believe so. Uh, it's been a moment since I've, I've yeah. seen either of those films, I, but I think you're right. I think that's kind of cool that they're using different... They like this guy created it. He didn't. He's like, I'm a, because it's you know mangas you could borrow from other things like 100. percent I kind of like the fact that he he came out with a ranking system for each kaiju. That I thought that was really, that's cool. I, I'm excited. I can't. I want to. Do we know when does this come out? Because you know I'm not gonna read the manga because you know I can't read. Right. It is slated for. 2024 we don't have oh my god yeah it's that trailer probably nothing had even been recorded or anything by the time that trailer was done it was probably free art that was just thrown together to announce it um for people to see it in fact it showed up on the where i saw it was the toho animation youtube channel uh they're they're the ones i one of the first ones to share it after that there was all the other anime channels like crunchyroll and i think even ign that gaming network threw it up but i saw it on the toho uh animators youtube channel and all it was was uh little music you you show you show a brief glimpse of kaiju number eight and then it it tells you that it's it's essentially being adapted but it'll be until 2024 i think until we see it uh well at least i'll be here to watch it finally um, so what else you got for us in Kaiju number eight? Cause I have some questions to actually ask you and it has nothing to do with Kaiju number eight. That, that's really, that's all I'm willing to go into without getting into oh, spoiler spoilers. territory. So if you have any questions and, and I'll, I'll be I sure do. to navigate around those, uh, cool. without giving off too much information for those who want to go and read or want to wait. All right. So every guest I have come on here, Dallas, I usually ask them the same questions. So I think it's your turn. So with I know you and I grew up together, but I what is Jet your, Jaguar? I, I I know it's Jet Jaguar. I <laughs> I know he's your favorite kaiju. I think you only do it out of spite towards me. But <laughs> I, I think I started as spite, and now it feels too real to let go. So okay, okay, you I swear to God, why do you like Jet Jaguar? I swear don't don't say it to piss me off because that doesn't count. It was really good to piss you off, but I I love the underdog. Uh, I know a lot of people over the years like they continuously rag on Jet Jaguar and he is a goofy character. You know, he's throwing up fist bumps and thumbs up and stuff. Uh, he's, he's real funny. It, 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 he looks, he honestly, he looks terrible at times, but I, I fell in love with him. Um, I think it mostly comes from him being Mecca. And whereas I'm not super knowledgeable on the Godzilla verse, like you guys are, Justin would know that if you were to find something that I'm equally passionate about as he is Godzilla, it's Gundam. Oh. So just having, having a, a Mecca character, even though, there's a severe difference between a super robot and a mechanical pilot in multiple suit, which I'm, I'm not going to spend hours on <laughs> arguing about that. But uh, um, any purely mecha character, so of course I love Mecha Godzilla. Uh, I love uh, King Ghidorah is one of my favorites, especially when he comes Mecha. Um, that quickly made Jet Jaguar one of my favorites once I got over how just funny it was to tell people he was my favorite. I'll give you props. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite Godzilla movie? <sighs> I know that many of the people listening will shame me for not going into any of the classic eras. No, it's okay. But I think the first remake that came out, what was it, 2014's Godzilla? Oh, you said, I thought you were talking about 98. I was like, bro. No, 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 no. You know I don't I don't entertain that movie at all. I don't count it as in its existence. Um, no, it was the first time because I, I love real adaptation things. I, I love that what Marvel and DZ has tried to do in these years of making movies somewhat groundable like the nolan verse batman and stuff i love mm. when we get to see these epic grandiose things turn into something that's you could almost push your belief to to uh, like 
you know, concept and seeing what Godzilla would be like, you know, enormously large and slow, um, not flying kicks. Not that I don't <laughs> love his flying double kicks and some of the against Kong. That that's great, but I love seeing them adapt it into what it could potentially be like, uh, albeit no matter how impossible. A little bit later, that you know, they they keep leaving it. Uh, he he definitely picks up speed, and then by him versus Kong, he's you know swimming at enormous speeds and and sprinting through cities and stuff. It's a little different, but I loved the original imagery that they brought into him. He he was terrifying. I think scarier than other than his first appearance, uh, the fifty eight. I think it was the most terrifying he's ever been. You um you actually came uh you uh stumbled upon something I actually want to talk to all three of us about. So I was reading on something on Reddit, and this is a big argument. What do you guys prefer of Godzilla? Do you prefer him walking on the water, like underwater, or do you prefer him swimming? Uh, Should I? Do, yeah, do you, Rich, you know yeah. what? That's, yeah, well, that's always a thing. Yeah, I mean, Justin, I think you and I talked about in the the game on PlayStation Four that that we love. What is that? Um, I think it's just Godzilla, mm-hmm. right? There's a stage where he's walking on the water. It's an, it's the battle arena is enclosed. It's a kind of a square battle arena, okay? And it's entirely an ocean or a water stage. So he's walking on the water. It can't be over his toes, but yet there's submarines that are able to submerge and resurface or whatnot, and and fire missiles at him and then go to disappear under the waves. Um, Dad, that's always very strange. I just sometimes he's walking in the water. It's ankle deep. And then he could just turn around and in a whim and just kind of dive under the waves and just swim off in the horizon and disappear. So I find it to be really strange. I also find it to be really strange where when he first battled Kong, well, how is he able to stand? How are the two of them be able to stand on an aircraft carrier if they I, weigh thousands of tons? So, so how is that possible? I can really get into that, but I don't want to do it this episode because I've looked into it. I, I, thousands I and thousands and thousands of tons, uh-huh. equating to millions of of pounds. Okay, but no, I I just the thing with this whole universe, you just have to suspend belief, and especially with the Kong and, and Godzilla, just go with it. Yeah, we saw a lot of stuff in Congress versus Godzilla twenty one, the twenty one film. Just don't try to understand it. Don't try to wrap <laughs> your brain around it and make sense of it. Just don't. You're not going to. It's I think the whole the links is so beautiful is is to take you out of reality. You understand? And I don't think anything else quite like this this fan does that. These are monsters that defy physics with their very existence. They defy physics. It's just not gonna happen. These are these things would never exist. So just go with it. Right? I'll let I'll let you I'll let you have that. I'll let you go with it. Dallas was going. Just have fun. I, Dallas, what's your thoughts? What do you think? Godzilla standing underwater and walking or swimming? Uh, jet Jaguar flying. Okay, God. That's not an answer <laughs> my goddamn question. You um, Guys, you forgot to mention also when Jet Jaguar first gets big, when he stands in front of uh, Megalon, I don't think the inventors even realized that they had given him a build, that ability to do that, to grow to be several hundred feet tall and then just revert back down to being you know, the height of an average man. So again, you're supposed to be in that movie alone. Godzilla wasn't added until later. Any, any explanation as to why, or how do you make a robot that's able to do that? Let's let's talk about the real stupidest thing, the whole movie, right? We're going to get into it. All right. 
Yeah. I love I've derailed the question. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, you want to fucking... This is why I love Jet Jaguar. This, okay, okay. Let's talk about the stupid movie. Okay, it's not a stupid movie. Great battle scenes, but... Okay, it's what I really, really hate about that stupid movie. What the hell was that kid on in the water? It That that device, that floating, that shittiest jet thing that didn't do anything but move it around in a circle, or it didn't even move. Like, what was the point of that stupid watercraft? That's why I can't breathe. Like, oh my god, that's I think that's what really pissed me off about that movie was that I saw that it did nothing. It just splashed around. This kid's having a good time. I'm like, yo, and then like, what? Doesn't like a, a whirlwind water? Like, was uh, what happens in the water? It starts sucking it down. And this kid's like, why can't I go? I mean, look at the most stupidest device you're on, dude. They pulled the drain out of the bathtub. At that moment is what happened. And this is what happens when I bring my brother on here. He gets me so pissed off about Jet Jaguar. I start derailing. I've seen more useless, pointless stuff in Godzilla. Um, all right. Like any human side character in the modern movies. Bro, we can, we can actually do all sorts of on that. And I'm not going to. Um, your least favorite Godzilla movie. 98 doesn't count. Uh... Why does 98 not count? Because it's my least... Well, I guess least favorite implies that I like it at all. I mean, like, it's like a movie you can never watch again. I can watch 98. It, throw Baby Godzilla, or, or what's his name? Min... Oh, oh, what is his name? We got Manila. Either, either Manila or Minya. Minya. Any any film that he's included in is my automatic least favorite, other than if Great I can't answer. say 98. Great answer. Good answer, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, And then, real quick, uh, before I let you go, Dallas, uh, one thing, my brother doesn't collect... Kaijus, but do you want to talk about what you do on the side? Which I actually I love that you do this. I collect Jet Jaguars. <laughs> Shut <can't> up! <laughs> I'm looking at the Jet Jaguar figure you sent me. Yeah, you're welcome. Right now. Um, no, I I as I mentioned earlier, if my passion could equal anything that uh, these two share for Godzilla, it's about Gundam. Um, I work a lot from home. I have a, a certain schedule that allows me to do that, and I spend most of my time when I'm working rewatching Gundam. Um, mm. when it works really slow or after work or something, when, when I've got free time, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big part of Gunpla. So I, I build the kits. It's, uh, I thought it'd be something that would drive me nuts. Cause uh, you have to build everything down to the knuckle. Like there's so much inside of it. There's thousands of pieces. Uh, it involves hours of me sitting there clipping, attaching, sometimes painting, uh, lining. Uh, there's just so much work in it, but it's, it's the most therapeutic thing I think I've ever found to do in my time. Um, and I'm I'm just building my collection as it goes along. Awesome. Well, Dallas. Well, hold on, hold on before I go, because your stupid Jet Jaguar thing. All right. <laughs> I love you so much that I put him in our logo for you, and you know this. Yeah. If you I requested it, you requested it. So, listeners or fans, if you take a look at our our image or color like you, you'll see the Jet Jaguar bobblehead, and I did that for my brother. Although I hate. That kaiju so much, but I did it for my brother. I can't. Uh, I want to say it's episode three or four. Oh, what you guys do you argued about Jet Jaguar real hard, and I don't know how many people caught it, but I ended up using the Jet Jaguar theme song as the ending credits to that episode. <laughs> and I told you after I posted it, so it couldn't be taken down again. Dude, that was so fun. Uh, <laughs> and it, it could very well help into this episode. I don't know. I don't want to know. Just. <laughs> I will kill you if you ever <laughs> switch my intro to that. I will fucking kill you. 
We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't think you're so big that copyright laws apply to you quite. Yet. I'm not. They, no. They found you. <laughs> so if I put it in there. We'll get away with it. Well, Dallas, thank you for joining us. Teaching us about Kaiju number eight. Uh, once this comes out, hopefully in a year, we'll, uh, in a year, we can bring you back on. We can just start discussing the episodes, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Dallas, thanks again. Yeah. Rich, say goodbye yeah. to my brother, yeah. our our editor. Dallas, thanks again for stopping by. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Thank you for all, all right. you do. You guys have a good day. Right. See you, buddy. So, after that, Rich, there's something else we got to talk about. Something that I had a feeling SH Monsters was going to do. You had a feeling. Mem- you, so, you felt it in your bones, huh? Yeah, something. So, fans, I used to do a lot of collecting of uh, Star Wars Black Series. And I don't do it anymore because they were doing something that I hated. Using the same mold or same figure and just repainting it. Mm. And that's why I was like, all right. Uh, and uh, that's one thing about Godzilla. I'm like, okay, you can't. I mean, yeah, you got different variations, like different uh, manufacturers. All right, cool. I didn't think I was going to ever see it in this couple of years. But we did. And the figure I'm talking about is, well, the first one that I own is... Shin Godzilla Awakening from uh, Shin Godzilla 2016, right, Rich? The purple one. Yep, the purple one. So, let's say five months ago, they, uh, SH Monster Monster Arts dropped, like, hey, we're going to re-release the Night Battle version. And it looked amazing. I was like, yeah, you know what? I remember, Rich, I was against it, but I was like, no, I'm going to buy it. But then you hit me up, and you're like, hey, man, look at these side-by-side comparisons. And then yeah. we had, then something like, hmm, that looks like a repaint. And then I went up to G Forever and I talked to him. He goes, yeah, man, it's 100% a repaint. Because, you know, he he's more into that world than we are. And I'm like, damn, I fell for it. So the new Godzilla, the new Shin Godzilla that's coming out, it's already out now in Japan. I should be getting it around May or June. Is yeah. a repaint of Godzilla uh, Awakens. Or Shin Godzilla Awakens. The purple one yeah. that comes with great many effects uh you could yeah. you could do the, the the fireball attack going down you can do the um the I'm, his atomic beams i should say from telemouth and his, you could change his jaw yeah. this one beside the box looks cool though does it not it does and then unfortunately we don't get any accessories no. which se- seems to be coming par for the course as well for shma I'm not tell- giving us any accessories so. Yeah, and oh, man, so we're getting no accessories. So what I what I'm gonna decide to do is I'm gonna thank God it's the same model or mold. You can bend them the way I want them to. Uh, I'm gonna have the red the red version, the night battle doing the the fire breath because he is red, and then I'll use the purple one for the purple beams attacks. I'm like, whatever. It just uh, man, it just sucks that I I, I didn't think they're gonna do that. But then again, we could talk about look at Mecha Gods, a uh, Mecha King Ghidorah. Yeah, that could be a, that could you know be it could be the same thing, just you know broken what? broken wings. Historically speaking, when we had um, Steve Agan on, yes, and I've had conversations with Steve. Different lines of collectibles have done that over the years. Um, they'll just release, basically, it's the same exact figure that you already got, and they'll change the paint scheme very slightly on it and sell it as something different, and. What we're also kind of seeing with reissues, again, 
they do that. They did that with that stage monster arts King, the Mecha King Ghidorah. Well, the original release of that was starting to command a lot of money. They had the three dough rats that you have, Justin. It was starting to command a lot of money, especially brand new. Um, yeah. Wow. Let me, let's start, yeah. Uh, so I got, so I got my Mecha King. Let's talk about my Mecha King real quick. Sorry if I sound stuffy. Fans are just getting over cold. Uh, so the my Mecha King Adora, I got him. I have no problem. I paid five for it, five hundred. And great figure, but like we said, it came broken. And what uh, the Ghidorah, so if you're looking at the Ghidorah's left head, the jaw came off, and yeah. I was heated. Uh, I, I don't want to say how I got half my money back, but I did, and I was able to keep the figure. I did somewhat fix it, and it's still a great figure, but like I said, what do I got that this other one won't have? Or the Dorats. Some people, people Dorat. love the Dorats. I'm like, I'm not going to get rid of them, but I mean... They're just sitting there, uh, and with this, it's a cool, it's a cool extra. It's an awesome yeah. extra. With it. I wish the new one had those. <laughs> the, the new one just has battle damage wings, which is dope because I love anything battle damage. Um, and then, oh, good. Well, just one last thing I want to say. Again, special color version of 2019 King Ghidorah. We had an original SH Monsters 2019 King Ghidorah paint scheme. It was a little bit dull, just the plain color, right? Whatever, standard version. What do you oh, want to call yeah. it? That was commanding a lot of money, right? Then the special color version comes out. It's better. Think, it was better. Well, it's it is it's way better. And I think just it they made the original the value to the original just absolutely plummet. So So yeah, so you know what you're right. We have seen some repaints, but we just said I guess I didn't really. Maybe it's a new thing for SH Monster Arts. I mean, they, it's kind of common, I guess. I don't know. SH Monster Arts has done it before, I think, with other figures. Like, I think there's a Destroya color ver version or special color version, whatever. But no, I just hope it's not. This is blatantly a repaint. It's, it couldn't be any more obvious, right? When I sent you those side by sides, it's, it's the same figure. But this guy, instead of being purple this time, it's going to be red. So, same thing. Yeah, um, maybe I, you know what? Hey, maybe I can get that purple one now. Maybe I'll knock the value down on that purple. Oh, one. I don't know, man. The awakening, I don't know because that purple guy is going for a lot of money yeah. out there, man. It's brand new. I love them brand new. You know that it's going, it's commands close to 500 bucks, if not over. So, yeah, oh man, that is if you can get the awakening, yo, listeners, fans, if you guys can get a, the awakening, it's one of the best figures that came out. It just sucks that you're paying. A lot, yeah. You're gonna drop a lot of money. As the as the saying goes, the finer things in life will cost you. And you know, I, me personally, I would do it if I had it. I think it's worth it. But again, that's just um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? So, yeah, um, that that's a great figure. But like, we'll see uh, once. I know one thing people want me to do is do the open, you know, the unboxing, which I just don't feel comfortable yet doing it because all the cameras and everything. Um, what was I going to say? There, um, oh, sure. Oh, that's a good about your the Ghidorah King, the color version of Ghidorah. How did you? I haven't posted them yet. I'm going to do it afterwards. I'm seriously after this we record. I'm going to post up the Instagram so people could see the uh, the Ghidorah with uh, my new uh, beams. What did you think of the new my my new gravity beams for him? I keep forgetting who made that. I think it's the um, Steve's Toy Box, I want to say, or is that the gentleman's name? Ah, uh, yeah, Geek Toy Box. They uh, created yeah. multiple, yeah. multiple 
of my uh, Godzilla uh, Atomic Breaths, some custom ones, and then this is the first ever King Ghidorah. So you can use these on uh, any of the King Ghidorahs. I got, let's see, I, I got the, the 91 Gravity Beams, which are awesome, very accurate, but they're most pain in the ass to put up. These, you just put them on a stand and put them in the mouth. Um, I think they're... They... They're tailor made really for the figure. It's a very yes. nicely done. So I, I asked him, I go, Hey man, I, you you got these beautiful beams. Are you gonna do anything for the uh, can you make me one for Mecha King and Dory? He goes, Actually, I have that in mind once it drops. So I've I reached out him to a lot because I want him to do a um Mecha King Ghidorah beams. I really want him to do an uh super X2 beam attack where I can connect it into Godzilla's mouth. But shooting the but the beams are connected. You know what I'm saying? Like it connecting also into uh, Super X firing it back. I want to do something like that. Uh, I want Super X ones blue lasers coming out. So this guy's a uh, geek geek chest, I believe it's, it is. Yeah, geek chest, and he makes some really cool stuff. Some great Shin Godzilla uh, atomic breast. Oh, amazing, amazing creator. Uh, I got high high praise for him. So once Rich, once you get um. Your battle, uh, your Shin Battle Night or Battle Night Battle, you could probably get one of those beams from him. They're not then good price. I uh, I got forty bucks for three uh, gravity beams. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Well, considering SH Monster Arts is not giving us really really any accessories anymore, but um, I guess you could go that route. Yes. Um. Yeah. There's not like I'm trying to think. Is anything really coming out with anything? I know. I I totally forgot. There's another what? Isn't there a 91 or 92 Godzilla SH Monster Arts coming out? People forgot about. I want to say it's a 91. I could be incorrect. I think it's a 91 though. I don't know, man. I got all those 90s behind me, so I don't know how much difference going to change. I know they just did a re-release of the 2002, which I own. It's only 90 bucks. Go get it if you want it. Um, not a bad figure. It just we talked about SH. If they're not going to shove out. Uh, some accessories with it. I'm just, like you and I are gonna start backing away. I know we always we're even praising Haya because Haya's got the new yeah. reissued Godzilla without the pin in it. Their King Ghidorah coming out from 2019. Um, but you and I lean more towards that uh, our X pluses, and I can't wait to start building that X plus room and show everybody. <laughs> and um, what was I was gonna say, yeah, I you know we're not. It's not that we're gonna abandon sh monster arts but we're kind of just we're moving in a different direction let's just say that way or yes. put it that way i mean let's say it that way we're moving in a different direction and you know high is a very high quality um articulated figure and very detailed it, it is um I, I will give sh that is that they do a really good uh their um figures are really well done sometimes you get problems like when apex back godzilla came out the pistons were breaking up it just really depends i want to see more showa era stuff and we're finally going to get something from them in the form of uh 72 uh gigan here we go with, uh 72 gigan again yes which i believe is one of the coolest roars out of all the kaiju Yes, that's just my opinion 74 gigan is way better than his millennium or aka Marilyn manson one his punk, his 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 goth version or Spencer version, uh, yeah. So I I doubt it. We're gonna, yeah, I don't think we're getting any accessories. But what I couldn't do, remember, I have it. I can take his beam attack, put it on the other one. 
because I guarantee it, it's the same damn figure besides the arms and fit. Like it's it could that could be a repaint, but until I see a close up of it, I don't think it is. I think it's totally different. Because you know, I sent you, um, I saw something out there. I think it was last fall or winter. I want to say over the winter or late fall, the UA Mega House was going to do a 72 guy again with um, a roar and I guess a lineup effect. Any you update? Know, like, I, haven't, I, I haven't found anything. I've been asking G forever about it too. And he doesn't know anything about it. So nothing, nothing. I know. I just, I, I know. Cause I have yeah. a UA and I know you want that guy again. I'm, I, we saw, I think it was like a shadow of it, but I've been through keeping it that's, uh, that's in, right. in the that's works. Right. It, was, it was a silhouette and it just said coming soon. And that was around November, maybe I saw it. Remember? That, doesn't that sound about right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Not a word since. They're keeping it keeping it quiet. You ain't Mega House, if you're listening out there, <laughs> give us an update. Let us know when we can expect this, please. Yeah. What is, is, is you ain't Mega House, what is it, um... Ultimate article. What is it? Ultimate article. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what you is, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is. Um, we have, yeah. have the sixty-two Godzilla by them, which is a really high quality piece. By the way, it's awesome. Well, it's one of my favorites. I highly well, recommend it. And uh, if you haven't seen it, I know it's all, it's on the Instagram, folks. Uh, but very next month, though, we got a, I got a very, very nice X Plus coming to me, and I can't wait. Yeah. To show, I can't wait to show the world. The big chunky boy. Yeah, but but no word on the prime one yet, folks. I keep trying to find the tracking. I know it's on its way. Once I get it, I will merely be that. Probably I'll record me opening that because it's gonna take a while. But Rich, we had, we got to learn some. We got to learn a lot today about manga. We, uh, we got to vent a little bit about SH Monsters, and then we got to talk about a little trip that we had. So, um, pretty comprehensive. Yes, and then. Uh, I will be uh, on another podcast with my friends in a couple of weeks. And once that's complete, I will put that out for everybody to listen. But it's uh, another Godzilla podcast that I follow. They asked me to come join and talk about one of my favorite monsters. So I couldn't say no, but I didn't get the approval. I get to drop our name in their podcast so we get so our, our followers can jump on theirs and listen to it. No, we're Godzilla friends, man. We're trying to help each other out and just yeah. have a good time. There's no reason to have rivals. Nope. Unless you just, a, we're all friends. yeah, we're all friends. We're all yeah, well, that's funny. That, and guess what? He's a big cat dad too. <laughs> it's all the cat. It's all the cat dads are Godzilla friends. I love it. But um, yes, listeners, that is today's episode. Um, I have no idea what my brother's gonna name it, and I swear if he puts Jet Jaguar on it, I'm gonna take a break from him and beat his what ass. Like he's gonna do. You're, he's gonna put Jet Jaguar. Oh, one hundred percent. Somewhere he's gonna he's put it. There's nothing to do. But uh listeners, Rich, thank you for joining us today. Um stay tuned. Sorry it took a long time. We Rich and I were hanging out and I had to go train for half half the month. So we'll try to get an episode out uh in a couple weeks. If not, just please be patient. Uh follow us on Instagram, calling all kaiju. Again, if you want us to give you a shout out, hit me send us a message on Instagram or leave a, a or leave a comment in our um what do you call it? Our reviews. Tell us what you guys want us. Tell us what you guys want us. Blah 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 blah. Tell us what you want us. Where's how I want to word this? Give us ideas. There we go. Of what you guys want us to talk about. If not, hey, I, I still I 
I we I have tons of material that we can cover for a very long time. But there's something hey, you I, want. Go ahead. I have a final thought for the day here. All right. Well, this is my last yeah, final thought. Just throw this out there, okay? Your X Plus favorite sculptor's line, seventy four Mecha Godzilla. That was originally a Monster Maker kit, and Dallas mentioned something about is um doing some sort of gundam uh kits that are just very intricate and take a lot of time i don't have any idea what a monster maker kit is i would have to imagine it's along the same lines but i would love to see more monster maker kits become x plus sculpts vinyl sculpts supposedly the monster maker kits i believe they're resin which i think if i'm not mistaken is a lot more fragile it's not as durable as vinyl so i'd love to see more of them some of them are really cool I, if I'm not mistaken, the Godzilla Ibra set was also a monster maker. Oh, that, man, that that's, a, that's a great that one. That's a great yeah. one. The one the one that won Fody for 2022. So hopefully we'll see more of that, and I hope we do. That's all i got to say about that. That's my final thought for the day. And I got you, brother. Thank you, thank you very much. Anytime. Look, uh, Kaiju fans, listeners, friends, family, we'll catch you next time. Be safe out there, and uh, long live the king. Catch you guys later. Bye.